Hey everybody, happy Mondays. Michael Martin, thanks for being here. So, you know, when you trade stocks, you know, every time you make a move in your portfolio, there's someone who feels differently from you on the other side of the trade. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense, right? So if you're buying long, someone's got to be selling it to you. So that means they have to be ideologically uh, opposed to you. doesn't mean they're better. That's not the point. But they have to be on a different side of the market. So who are those people, right? Now, who would be selling that to you? Well, I don't know, people who um, maybe had gotten in at a higher price and they hit their stop point. They knew that when they put on a trade, there's either good luck or bad luck, good timing, bad timing, or just faulty analysis or good analysis, right? And then you can have good analysis too. Um, I think people ultimately, given everything that I've seen with these websites and Reddit and stuff, people kind of see what they want to see. Uh, we're going to talk about that this week on a few different levels. So it brings up the question of the greater fool theory. Now, the greater fool theory, I saw it mentioned in, a, in an article or a research note the other day. And it doesn't just apply to speculation. It means when you're buying and selling even the bluest of blue chips like Coke or Disney, two of the most popular brands, the two most popular brands on planet Earth, you still have the greater fool theory. You know, someone's going to be right, someone's going to be wrong. And I don't really refer to anybody as a fool because just like trying to write well or run a good podcast, you know, coming up with quality content is a challenge. And the same thing goes with trading. So you have to say to yourself, if you got stopped on Tesla at 800 because it broke support, it might have rallied back up in your face, which it did. But you don't know what the future holds, so you have to protect your capital in that moment, right? So if you're speculating in some of these names or the cryptos or the marijuana stocks or otherwise, you know, realize that when you go long, someone else has a different vibe than you and it might be just as valid at that moment of time so it's it's a way to keep your ego in check to understand that that person might be actually following really good risk management so say you bought you know a name and it goes down who knows five ten percent that person might say well that five or ten percent retracement in the name is the half a percent in my overall portfolio that I'm only willing to risk on a per trade basis. So whether or not the name is good, whether or not it's going to eventually double or triple in price is irrelevant because all you ever have is the ever-evolving moment of right now. And that means you you can't trade on the, what you think the future is going to be. That's investing. That's a different ball of wax, right? So you can't let your fundamental beliefs override really, really good risk management, you see? And so in case you find yourself scouring the internet for research and data to feed your brain because you don't know how else to find your trading names, just remember that fundamentals are de definitely important. You need to have you know, revenues over expenses and that gap needs to widen so that it grows earnings ultimately. In the short term, you can definitely trade the crowd you know, and you do trade the crowd so you can see things whether people call it irrational exuberance, whether people call it the greater fool theory, just keep in mind that you're largely trading against the crowd, at least in the short term. Um, 
whether the big investors come in after the fact, like maybe an example of this would be traders trading Tesla up until the point where it gets added to the S&P and then a whole other group of investors pile in because they're indexers only and they don't own individual names. So you will have those circumstances that might put a little wind in your sail as well. But just keep in mind that no one's immune from it. You know, um, you have to do your best in the moment of now to protect your capital. That's job number one, I think, in a lot of ways, right? Have to be diversified and you need momentum. But when your stop gets hit for the amount of money that you know you're willing to risk ahead of time and you're in that neighborhood, don't change the rules on yourself. Stick to your guns and get stopped because you have to protect your capital. Sometimes they're going to rally back up in your face. But if you're looking at Tesla, just buy the breakout at 900 then you can get back in at a higher price when you know buyers are in control. That's what I mean by prices are being relative. What do you care? You're not going to go around and try to be whoever the guy is that they're touting you know, as having bought Netflix at three cents a share. Like, no one cares about that. That's old school. Um, anyway, that's my message for today. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you tomorrow.